0: The, the goal today by Hunter Biden's team was to keep the Republicans guessing, and he did right up to the moment he walked up these uh, these steps here uh, and pre- delivered that very forceful, that very defiant statement that you uh, heard just a part of just now, uh, really answering for the first time in 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 the best way he could. Uh, some of the questions that republicans have been have been throwing his way uh, it's essentially the statement that he was probably going to be able to to read uh, to republicans if he had sat for that closed door deposition. Instead, he said he preferred to do a public hearing. And so he showed up here on the Senate side. The Republicans were sitting over on the House side. He showed up here at what is called the Senate Swamp to deliver that statement. A lot of it was very, very personal, talking about his personal struggles with addiction and also defending his father, defending the fact that he says that there is no evidence to indicate or to show that his father benefited financially from any of his very messy uh, financial dealings. Those financial dealings, he got paid millions of dollars uh, working with a company in Ukraine, one in China. Uh, of course, that's one reason why this, this inquiry has been ongoing for now f- over five years. And of course, John, what makes this even more complicated for Hunter Biden is that you know just in the time since uh, the Republicans sent him that subpoena, uh, since, since that time, he has been indicted. Uh, with uh, tax charges in California, where he is now facing two trials, right? One uh, for tax charges in California, another one for uh, possessing a gun during the time that he was uh, addicted to drugs and should not have been able to possess one in Delaware. So now, uh, this is now a political problem, obviously, for the, the Biden campaign. And Republicans have threatened that they are going to hold him in contempt. And so now it's up to them to see what they do next. John?
1: Evan Perez for us on Capitol Hill. Evan, thanks so much.
0: All right, let's
2: now go to Manu Raju, who is on Capitol Hill, as usual, chasing after a reaction, uh, in this case, from Republicans. What are you hearing? I know we heard from uh, James Comer, uh, who was trying to explain why this was happening in the first place. What are you hearing there?
3: Yeah, James Comer, the House Oversight Committee Chairman, making clear that he wants a private deposition with Hunter Biden, that eventually they'd be willing to have him in public, but they say the way their investigation is going, people need to be deposed first, and then there can be a public hearing. They are threatening to hold him in contempt of the House for not appearing behind closed doors. We expect that process to play out over a matter of uh, several weeks, so this could be punted into next year as Hunter Biden defies a subpoena. Now, I also caught up with a number of Republicans on the Senate side of the Capitol, including several of them who have been involved in the Hunter Biden matter. Some of them investigating Hunter Biden's alleged ties uh, with his father over his business dealings and the like. And they made clear that they, uh, they believe that Hunter Biden has a right to make a statement, but they also believe that he should say it under oath. Hunter Biden just made a statement here saying that he has done nothing wrong. Republicans have attacked him, distorted the truth about his family as his president, and his father was not financially involved with his business dealings. He's willing to testify in public. What do you say to him? Uh, you know,
0: he has a right to, to make a statement. I think some
2: of the facts probably are contrary to what he says. But the main thing is to have a process.
3: You know, he's being indicted. If I were him, I'd be reluctant to say anything. He said that his father was not financially involved in any way with his business. Do you accept that? Uh, I'm going to uh, take the same position I've taken since 2019, that all I can
2: say is there's some indication of maybe some compromise uh, with China particularly. Uh, But I have no evidence of it and I'm going to just follow the facts where they are and the facts haven't taken me
3: to that point where I can say that the president's guilty of anything. Now, this comes as the House is planning to have a vote tonight to authorize an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, even as many Republicans will acknowledge they have yet to prove that Joe Biden acted corruptly to aid his son in any way with those overseas business dealings. But Republicans are planning to vote for it, even the ones who are skeptical, because they say they need more power to find the evidence to actually go to court if they have to and the like. So we do expect that vote to happen this evening, but actually getting to the point of impeaching the president, a completely separate matter. A lot of those vulnerable Republicans in particular, ones from swing districts, are uncertain about whether that they will go to that length to impeach the president, making him the, just the fourth in American history to go down that route. But at the moment, at the least the investigation plans to go ahead as they weigh the next steps with Hunter Biden's defiance of the subpoena as well.
2: Manu Raju, yeah. we are in strange and unprecedented times. Thank you so
1: much for all your reporting. Okay. Joining us now is former Republican congressman and CNN senior political commentator Adam Kinzinger. He also served, of course, on the January 6th Congressional Committee. What did you think of Hunter Biden today?
2: I mean, I thought politically and like message-wise it was a brilliant move. I mean, they have made it clear that they're willing to testify in public. You know, I, I, I think Manu in his report said... Some of the senators were saying, well, it's great. He needs to do it under oath. Well, he can do that under oath in public. He has made it clear. I think his concern is, look, when we go behind closed doors, the Republicans in the House have already made it clear. They've deemed him guilty. They've deemed the, the president guilty on no evidence. As they've said, no evidence. This, tonight, This vote tonight, potentially for an impeachment inquiry, will be the first time in American history that they're using an impeachment inquiry not to get to you know, justice, hesit- hesitate, but we have to get to justice, but as a way to go on a fishing expedition. You're gonna have all day on CNN, these so-called moderate Republicans come on and talk about how, boy, they don't know if he's guilty, but they have to do this so they can get to the answer of some things. This is the first time in history that will happen. And a lot of them are gonna take that approach because they wanna satisfy the MAGA base at the moment and vote for the impeachment inquiry, while trying to look reasonable and and truly like oh we're all for justice this is look if you have evidence of the president having in this impeachment inquiry and impeach him but they don't have evidence of that and they're desperate to find it because they have determined the outcome before they've even gotten the facts
1: so a couple of things on that we've heard from we've heard Republicans um, speak out after Hunter Biden made his comments. They're not happy. They're not going to stop their investigation, as um, we know. One thing we heard from Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan is this. He said, when Congress asks you to come testify, you are supposed to come testify. As someone who served on the committee who issued a subpoena to Jim Jordan, which he defied, what are people supposed to take from this?
2: Well, they're supposed to take that Jim Jordan is an absolute hypocrite. Jim Jordan, in front of the Rules Committee, when we were talking about holding I know, Steve Bannon or somebody in contempt, he said in front of the Rules Committee that the Department of Justice and the FBI should be the ones investigating Donald Trump. And that would be their role. Now, of course, he's against the Department of Justice and the FBI investigating Donald Trump. He's for the, you know, sanctity of the okay. of the subpoena by Uh, U.S. Congress until he's the one that gets subpoenaed by U.S. Congress. And he also votes against enforcing subpoenas against people like Steve Bannon and against people like Mark Meadows. I mean, this is, the hypocrisy is mind-numbing. I, like, I am less concerned with what people's view is on positions and what their idea is on policy as much as I am with there is just open and blatant and unashamed hypocrisy where it's all about winning, it's all about power, and truth and justice really has no role in what they're doing. If you have evidence that Joe Biden, not honor Biden, but that Joe Biden broke the law, bring it forward, and if it's impeachable, impeach him. But you don't have that evidence. So you go on a fishing expedition, and all of a sudden you raise the flame of justice in Congress like you're so concerned with the congressional subpoena when you were the one that ignored it the whole time.
1: On this vote that's coming to kind of to formalize the impeachment inquiry, um, Tom Emmer, he's the majority whip, he said, he probably said it. We've heard it from a few people. He said probably most clearly to reporters voting in favor of an impeachment inquiry does not equal impeachment. Mm. Do you think there is a scenario where this inquiry is launched and it doesn't end in articles of impeachment against Joe Biden?
2: Look, if I was in Vegas betting, I would put all of my money on no matter what, this ends in impeachment. And I said this at the beginning of the year. Keep in mind, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's now the de facto head of the GOP, introduced articles of impeachment on Joe Biden his first day in office before anything was even accused or known. So they've made it clear that they have to impeach him. The base is demanding that. Which is why people like Tom Emmer and all these so-called moderates are voting for this inquiry because they think, and this is a mistake, you know, everybody made in Congress my whole time there. You think if you give the MAGA base a little bit, they're going to kind of lay off you and then you can go on other news channels and look reasonable like, oh, I'm not sure we need to impeach. No, you are enabling the inevitable impeachment of Joe Biden potentially based on nothing. If you come up with evidence, fine. But right now you don't have that evidence and you're going to move forward with impeachment. Have no doubt an impeachment inquiry is the beginning of impeachment. It's not just some, you know, desire to get to the truth.